Your mind, cause I help you find it. <sighs> Did I stutter? <laughs> That's gonna be the opening there. Welcome back to Super Movie Ball. This is Mac. Uh, if you couldn't tell, uh, we're just coming off a break from our episodes that we just recorded, but we're here already now. We're doing stuff, and I'm always with my guy who's here, and I'm always with him. He won't leave me alone. His name is Peter Long Paws. Maybe Peter. Not Long Paws. That was a super long pause. That was my dog name. Long Paws. Long Paws. Long Paws. Short Paws. To me. <laughs> How you doing? Pretty good. We got some low energy going on over here. I think we ate too much and now we're lethargic. Ah, uh, no, I'm good. I'm waking up. Wake it up! Wake it up for this crazy, weird movie we're gonna do. Yeah, you gotta be awake for this one. So what's new since the last time I talked, which was like 15 minutes ago? Not much. Uh, you know, all kinds of weird things. Moved into a new house since you were last here. No, no you didn't. Don't, Don't lie to I'm me. I'm just making things up. You didn't notice? <laughs> <laughs> that your whole house changed when we were recording? Yeah, no, I didn't notice. Uh, no, nothing. <laughs> chirp, chirp, chirp. <laughs> Insert cricket noise here, please. <laughs> Uh, I'll tell you what you can insert. You can insert the question of the week right here. Let's do that. Cool. Alright, question of the week. Please tweet at us at SuperMovieBall and email us at SuperMovieBall at gmail.com. Your answer to this week's question, which is, what is your favorite smell and why mm. it's a weird question but we've got a weird movie so i think it fits <laughs> i think it fits there's probably some weird smells from this movie um <laughs> so uh favorite smell would be a little hard i mean because you know you could always go with something generic like a cake baking or something because it reminds me of home um there's, oh, okay there's a i'll say a good smell that i remember that i will not forget and then depending on who is listening to this podcast out there they may remember this as well uh when i was in high school as a teenager uh, you were in high school as a teenager? Totally. What a loser. Uh, <laughs> we, we were hanging out on the streets as we did, and one day we found a ball on the ground. And so this is like, think like a stress ball, like one of those ones, maybe the size of a baseball, but like you squeeze it and okay. it squishes around, right? And it was from Bath and Body Works, and it had a distinct girl smell to it. <laughs> um, it was like some perfume from Bath and Body Works or something. And uh, we used to play with that, but we called it the smelly ball. And that was its nickname. So, you know, oh, you got the smelly ball and, you know, whatever else. I'm like, I don't know. We just, so it was just something we played with for like weeks. Like we all, <laughs> me and my friends just had the smelly ball. And, uh, but the funny thing is over the years now, it's, I've smelled that smell a few times. Where at? 
from like Bath and Body Works or like being up at like a mall and just like somebody walks by you or something. You're like, that's the smelly ball. (laughs) So it's generic mall perfume smell. It's something from Bath and Body Works. It's something from Bath and Body Works. But I don't know. I I have no idea what it is. But whenever I've smelled it, it's always like, oh, the smelly ball. (laughs) (laughs) That's been about 15 years ago now. (laughs) Yeah, it's been a while. So so they still have that 20. They still have that scent around. Yeah, it's uh, I've it, I can't say I've smelled it recently, yeah. but probably in the last ten years at some point. Oh, that's pretty recent. Yeah, what you got? So, well, wait a second. I have a question. I have a oh. follow up question. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Whatever happened to Smelly Ball? Honestly, I don't yeah, know. Well, our I listeners want to know. I might have it somewhere in you storage or something. Really? Or a friend? Ha- I have no idea. You're I, a honestly, creep. I don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't remember where it ended up. <laughs> probably doesn't smell so good. You no might more. now, Smelly Ball. <laughs> Put the lotion on its skin. <laughs> No, uh, <laughs> it puts the smelly ball on its skin. It puts oh. this. It puts the perfume on its skin. <laughs> no, mine would be leather and wood. Yeah, I love the. I love that combination yeah. of smell. Yeah, like I don't a know. fresh leather kind of. So like, think like a library, and like so like that paper or wood smell like so together. Like wood like oak almost kind of. A yeah, th- yeah, okay. and leather. So yeah. like, think like furniture or something like that. Gotcha. Love that smell, man. Yeah. The musk. Mm. I get it all over. I roll in it like a, like a. <laughs> feral badger (laughs) (laughs) are no badgers kind of feral (laughs) i don't know too many uh you know tame ones you don't question my metaphors all right (laughs) thanks for that answer it's a weird question tell us your favorite smell on twitter and email but uh i tell you what's not weird two truths one lie there you go you got it i was waiting to see if you're gonna get it two truths Pause for the music. Well, what was the arm flailings? What was that about? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Can you see? Hey, can you look on it? He's doing it now. <laughs> All right. So this one has nothing to do with the movie at hand, <laughs> just like our last episode. Yeah, we're keeping on brand here with that. So this one will go with Michael Caine. Oh. So you kings of England. Figure out which one I made up. So number one owns a production company. Number Kay. two hopes to open a restaurant. Number three, took his name from a movie title. All right. So Repeat those because I was like trying to do the Michael Caine voice <laughs> in my head. So does he own a production company, hope to open a restaurant, hopes to open a restaurant, took his name from a movie title? Oh, okay. Or is that his real name? So which well, one did... So which one did you make up? Yes. I think he... The one where he owns a production company, because I think he did take his name from a movie. I think it's the Caine Mutiny, if I'm not mistaken. You are correct. And... I think he does still want to open up a restaurant, but I could be wrong. You are incorrect. Oh, man. So he actually owns seven restaurants. Okay. So he does own a production company. He does own it. I don't know the name of it. I didn't look that up. But anyway, <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, I think that's... I haven't gotten a lot of these wrong. The only ones I've gotten wrong, all of them, is when Riley was here. Riley. Because he's... Uh, <laughs> if you're listening, and I know you are, I'm coming to get you. Uh, that's right. Look over your shoulder. 
I'm not there, but you didn't know that I wasn't. <laughs> All right, thanks, Peter. That was really good. That was really good. I love Michael Caine, and I wish I could do his voice, but I'll probably do it and butcher it, so I'm not going to do it. Okay. All right, let's get into this thing. All right. We've so. had... I have to say something before yeah. we get started here yeah. on Extra from 1982. We've had two movies about alien encounters. Um, we've had probably a couple of episodes between this one, but this, you know, between our last main episode, which was The Hidden, both about like aliens. Obviously, this one's about aliens. It's extra for inhabiting a body. Inhabiting a body. Mm-hmm. And also from New Line Cinema. Oh. So take it away, Peter. All right. Oh, uh, but before we do that, I was almost forgot say. again. Because I'm an amateur. God. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. I keep... Don't yell at me. Spew. He's giving you do that your look. thing. He's giving you that look. He is. Don't do that. Do your thing. Warning. Warning. Spoiler. Dealer. I am spoiler protection edict widget. Or spew for short. You have been warned about the delicious spoilers coming your way. So bask in spoiler country you have gloomously wandered into. Baby, baby, baby. Beautiful. Now, Peter. Oh, right. Take it away. So, as you said, this is from 1982. This is Xtro. X-T-R-O. X-T-R-O. Okay. I'm like, did I spell that right? <laughs> no. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So this is a horror sci-fi, as it's classified on IMDb, which I would say is accurate because I tend to say that in these episodes, but that one feels pretty accurate. Horror sci-fi. No, that's accurate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hour and 24 minutes. They got it right this time. So reasonably short. This time. This yeah. is a 5.6 on IMDb. So people are obviously a bit split on it, but they lean more towards liking it. Okay description is a man who is abducted by aliens returns to his family three years later but his presence affects them negatively which i feel like someone with an ing- with english as their second language wrote that <laughs> or ran it through a translator because it's his presence affects them negatively well this is a, <laughs> uh, an american <laughs> this is an american slash british production yeah american produced and it's got money behind it but i think not not i think i know the, pro- the actual production team and the the people that were actually making the film are British. Yes. The writers, director, the crew. Harry Bromley Davenport. Yeah. Which is the most British name (laughs) ever. (laughs) So he's only got 12 directing credits. I need more lights. (laughs) Other than Extro (laughs) 2 and 3. I don't know any of them. What? Of his other 12 acting credits besides Extro 1, 2, and 3. Oh, directing credits? I don't know. Uh, So... (laughs) This movie stars Bernie Stegers, Stegers, who plays the mom. Uh, I thought it was funny that she she's been in a ton of stuff, but she was the voice of a king in Final Fantasy Twelve, <laughs> which I just thought was funny thing huh. to see for a woman on her thing. So uh, not, some not of, a queen. Well, some of <laughs> those, king. yeah, some of those games. It's like uh, she could play a, a male character. Who knows? Yeah. But sometimes, like they, for whatever reason, even though it's a female, they're still labeled a king. No. Oh. So it's, it's just it's, a technicality. A fa- they're fantasy things. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. So the only other person of note that I have from it. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of people you recognize in this. So there, Well, there's two other people of note, I guess I should say. Okay. Uh, Peter Mandel, who plays the clown. <laughs> uh, that we'll what would you know about. him from? He was an Ewok in Return of the Jedi. Oh, he was. And That's right. he was a goblin in Labyrinth. 
So he's uh, he's a little person. Yeah. Uh, I'll just say that now. He plays a little person clown in this. And he has some other acting credits, but those were the two notable ones outside of this one. Um, just kind of funny when you end up seeing. I, I know they end up getting, a lot of those guys end up getting typecast. I uh, think he plays the chief in Return of the Jedi, the, the, uh, the Ewok chief, I, I think. Yeah, I didn't see I who, his, who his credit was in that yeah. one. But um, anyway, uh, the only other person, I guess, of note was uh, Miriam Diabo. Miriam Diabo. If I say that right. And what do you know her from? She is a Bond girl. She is. Have you seen License to Kill? Or no, it's not, it's not License to Kill. I'm sorry. It's The Living Daylights. Have I you seen not. The Living Days? Okay. Um, she's in that. She's great. And I think she's the only Bond girl in that. If I, That's when they were trying to make Bond sort of monogamous. Mm-hmm. She's pretty good. She's also cousins with the other Diabo from uh, The Wonder Years. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't the know The one that. who plays kevin's older sister yeah the hippie yeah yeah yep that's her cousin that's funny huh. they, they look a lot alike if yeah, you look they them do up kind of when you say that yeah. yeah i forget her first name i could look it up but i'm lazy <laughs> there's no way to look it up don't worry about it there's uh, not something called the internet so don't worry about that yeah it's fine it's no. fine no no need no. yeah we don't need you google <laughs> whatever you are that doesn't exist <laughs> anyway. anyway so from there i was just gonna launch into the movie if you're ready did you have anything um, else you want to say generically about it i do yeah the look of this movie it's from 1982 yep the look of this movie the music the way it's shot i don't know about you but it feels very dated in that it feels like a movie from the 1970s a bit late 70s yeah yeah i would say what you're saying it's like well it's early early 82s or 82 so they like <laughs> it's early 82s it'll be late 83s no it's early 80s and it's 82 so you got to figure well maybe they started production on it no they started in production on it either in 81 or 82 right so we're not deep into the 80s but we're deep enough to where it should look different it it for, I can't describe it. It's like the 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 camera works a little like it's a little hazy, like seventies well, movies. Would you blame that a little bit on? Would you think to blame that a little bit on it being British? Because I I only say that. Yeah. Okay. I only say that because I a lot of TV shows, same thing. even like modern British TV shows, look like they're from like ten years ago. Or yeah. Something. Like they they yeah. always kind of look a little behind. Sorry, they look sorry, a little. Brits, well, I, don't I would know what say that is. a lot. Within the past five years or so, maybe a little longer, maybe the past ten years, British television has finally caught up and yeah. now looks very modern and okay. and almost cinematic. Sure. They've thrown more money, but I would say you're right. A lot of British stuff looks a little bit behind the time because they don't spend yeah, quite as much money it's as weird. the United States does. Yeah, because you go back and watch, even just like you're talking about with this one specifically, you go back and watch a lot of British things from yeah. the 80s and they'll look 70s. If you watch them from the 90s, they look 80s. Yes. It's exactly really weird. It's very weird. They're always kind of like a but generation this has behind. American money behind it, though. So <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But it is a British production team. So that's weird. That's the only thing. Yeah. And yeah, we can. Definitely launch get started. Right launch right in. Get so into it, buddy. So this movie opens up with the sky, <laughs> with stars in the sky. We get extra space. X-T-R-O. <laughs> kind of written in the light from the stars. I, my, In my notes, I know we just laughed about it, but I've yeah. got very cheesy, but kind of awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love the intro. I and love that it uses like a distant star because the stars sort of look like, like, like an asterisk or an X. Yeah. And so it uses like one of the stars and like it like zooms in with this really great cheesy music. No, it's, it's and good, it uses, like synthesized music. Yeah, yeah, so the star becomes the X in extra. Yeah. Because it's extreme. And then from there, it opens up on a house <laughs> in the countryside with a dark... Uh, <laughs> I misspelled dog in my notes. It says a dark barking. <laughs> a dark barking. Is that a dark barking? I'm like, wait, why did I just say dark? Oh, Peter, I wrote Peter, that. there's a dark barking on the wind. <laughs> it opens up on a dog barking. 
and what we assume to be a mom leaving in a car and it is her little boy kind of runs after her and then the dad flags him back over the dog is suddenly scared of something but we don't know what oh well here's what i love we've got it opens up and it's got the credits and it's just the credits over stars and it's not the stars are just like it's static static yeah but I love the the music. It's cheesy and majestic, I think, in a very synth way. So if you're not into it, you will probably hate it. But I love it. I think it's I think it's it's not great. It's decent. It fits the movie, I feel. But what I didn't rec- recognize before is that the director made the music. Yeah, yeah. So we just watched a video about like behind the scenes video before we, yeah. we started recording. Here. So we actually just learned a few new things about it that we'll probably sprinkle in as we go through it. So if you have anything come up that you want to throw in there that we just learned sprinkle it in yeah i'll definitely do it i tell you what i do want to sprinkle in what's that we got outer space beer cozies going on yeah i got the may the force be with you from uh i don't know if you've heard of it it's called the star wars and peter's got captain kirk beer cozy but he's missing his head it's just his body it's kind of weird i'm drinking out of his neck (laughs) his neck don't drink out of his neck hole (laughs) please don't drink out of it's delicious (laughs) what's it taste like does it taste like smelly ball Okay, moving quite along. Uh, so, the smooth yeah. flavor of it. So it's like a, it's just like a father and son. I don't know if you had names for them. Uh, uh, I it's call a, them it's, a, it's a mom and kid or something. <laughs> uh, what do you have them written down as? Yeah. I have the actual names, but mom and kid. I think. Okay, so I have mom and kid <laughs> and, and son. Just dad. <laughs> yeah, okay. and dad. Okay, so <laughs> I didn't uh, give them real names. <laughs> well, the movie did. I like that the dog's name is Katie. <laughs> Who names their dog Katie? I don't know. I mean, somebody, somebody probably named their dog out there did. Samantha. It's weird. That's anyway. from Can't Hardly Wait. If you're a real movie fan, you'd know That's that. That's weird. <laughs> okay, so it's this father and son. They're just out playing fetch with the uh, with the dog. It's daylight. It's complete daylight. daylight. It is very bright out, and they're at like what they end up calling a cottage. But when you it's see this country, opening yeah. scene, that yeah. is not a cottage. That is like a mini mansion with uh, horses and cattle. Yeah, they've got and horses and stables. and. <laughs> but it's their cottage, we find out later. Yeah, well, well, whatever. It's funny. I don't see them as rich, but apparently they have money. I guess. Apparently. I don't know. That's just sort of a background thing that's never addressed. No, it's not. No, it's not. So, <laughs> But the, the important thing to to note is that it's the middle of the day. It's the middle of the day. The dad throws a stick for the dog. We yeah. watch it go up all epically and bizarrely the way this was filmed. <laughs> and the stick goes up into the air. It explodes in midair. It's suddenly nighttime. Yeah. The wind is going crazy. There's yeah. a light from the sky. And the dad gets taken away or abducted, if you will. Yes. <laughs> Again, we've got another one of these efficient movies. It's yeah, waste no time. It tosses wastes you into the plot. No time. Cuz it's like what? A minute in maybe? Oh, At that point? Yeah, we're like 3 minutes in. Yeah, oh yeah, cuz of credits and stuff I yeah, suppose. Yeah, yeah, cuz yeah. we got to sit for the credit. You sit for through the whole credits. Yeah, the credits but are a bit slow. The the credits eh, it's it's on par for the time. I kind of like it cuz it's a little build up, but a lot of people hate that, so I can understand that. It it wastes no time getting started. But yeah, it's just like the wind's blowing super hard. It's like a light that just like beams down out of nowhere. It goes on for a little bit. Like it's not instantaneous. No, it's yeah, it's a like little it's not longer like, than I Yeah, it's not it like the light comes on and he just gets sucked up. The wind's just <laughs> That's a good I like that. Do that again. <laughs> it sounds like a tarry. Abducted! <laughs> Abductor <laughs> No. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, so <laughs> it, it's I, I think it's a pretty 
good scene. I, it, I think it could have been shot a little better, but it's fine. It's it, you understand what's going on. Yeah, you get the idea. You get the idea. And then so the kid, the kid then suddenly wakes up from a dream, yelling for his dad, and he's in his bed. Yeah. Uh, his mom comes in, asks him what's going on. She tells him that the dad left them and to go back to sleep. So we get to learn a little bit more about what's going on. We understand the dad is gone. She thinks he's left them run out if you will yeah and the kid is woken up in a you know fever dream kind of a state like he's all sweaty and stuff and yeah um so we learn that three years have passed it's fine so the dad is gone yep and the mother and the son have moved on you think they've moved out because it shows an establishing shot of a building and so they're in an yeah, apartment that, or condo or something like and that. And I mentioned that there was like a cottage earlier that they were in. At this point in the movie, I know this from later on, but at this point in the movie, you don't know that they're not in the cottage or what that is. But that's their cottage in the countryside, and they apparently well, live in an apartment in the city. Yeah, because they show an establishing shot, so yeah. they're, they're in No, there. I know, but you don't really know that. Like you said, you don't know if they just oh, moved or whatever, true. but you yeah. find out later that they still have a cottage in the country. Oh, that's So it's not like they moved. Yeah. No, they didn't actually move. So, But yeah. they've moved on. On. the son has a weird one he doesn't look three years older <laughs> they they use the same actor yeah he doesn't look three years older so that's for a kid it's noticeable yeah for an adult it doesn't, yeah, you it doesn't matter yeah you wouldn't think for a kid it's very noticeable and he's got an erector set for a bed what's going on there i don't know that bed's pretty cool though you like it i think it's terrible it is terrible like how is she not hitting her head on this? How thing? is she? How does anyway. he not? How does he get in and out? Yeah, it's the weird. It's it's not an erector set. It's like it's like weird piping. Erector set has like those flat metal with holes in it. This is like weird. But it's piping. like a bunk bed kind of a thing. It looks like PVC pipe painted red. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Can we talk about the mom really quick? Yeah. Just really quick. This is completely shallow. But do you find her attractive or not? I can't decide whether I find. Sometimes I look at her and I'm like, she's an attractive lady. And then other times I'm like, she's kind of weird looking. I don't. She's if you're gonna be mean about it she's she's very much british smoker lady to me well i didn't put those words in your mouth but no i know i just said them that was my opinion i'm just saying if we're going all mean on her i'll go mean on her um and then and then suddenly Miriam diabo standing behind her is in contrast to british well, smoker she's, lady well she's definitely so, but she's french but so. she's definitely better looking than her but not to get all sh- shallow on it no i know she seems just it, I just, for some, it, it distracted me. Well, to not be shallow Every about it, I've she seems it. like a cool lady. I mean, she seems like a nice person. She's I mean, a I don't really mean good actress. She elevates this movie. <laughs> yeah, she's, she was great in this and everything else. So, yeah, yeah, if you're going purely on looks, she looks like a British smoker lady. But I was just like, <laughs> is, it, is it me or is it anybody else? Because I asked my wife and she's like, no, she is a little odd looking, but she's also a little bit attractive, is what my wife said. Yeah, she's not ugly. No. She's, she's, um... <laughs> <laughs> There's a thing from The Simpsons I always think about where they say, we wanted TV ugly, not real ugly. Aww. And so she's like British TV normal, <laughs> which is best answer a, ever. <laughs> a little shallow for from what we're used to in American cinema, maybe. That might get cut out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So All I'm right, being, I'm being, we don't have many British listeners and we just lost like the two that we yep, had. They're just like, so, or, or we're just like, hey, they know what's up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, we're in on the joke. <laughs> we get it. We're ugly. Move on. <laughs> All right. So the mom tells the young caretaker lady, that's uh, Miriam Diabo, to yeah. not worry. Go back to sleep. Uh, she Mom goes back into her bedroom. The mom and her new dude, as I have him in the notes, uh, she has like a boyfriend now or whatever that's living yeah. in. And uh, she's been uh, reassuring him that the kid likes him. Uh, the, the guy says that the kid doesn't. And the kid's still hung up on the father, right. who we learn at this point has been gone for three years. 
Okay. What uh, do you think about the boyfriend? I, I kind of like him. Really? Um, I mean, I don't know. He's I, I he seems like a decent guy. He's obviously younger than her. I th- I feel like maybe he's not. It in seems reality. like it, doesn't it? But yeah, he seems like a younger guy yeah. than her. Um, I kind of like him though. I like that. I think the he's portrayed very casually. Um, oh, okay. I I didn't mind him. I have in my notes. I hate her name is Rachel. I hate Rachel's boyfriend Joe. Really? He's a wimpy punk jerk face DB. <laughs> That's what I have in my. <laughs> No, <laughs> I guess, but I mean, did he claim to be manly and then back down? I mean, no, that's no. You got to establish just, that, I, I guess, for me to be critical I know, of that. I just don't. I just don't like that's fine. him. You're allowed. I've seen him. this movie a bunch, and I just. Yeah. But I will. I will talk about. I'll bring him up later on sure. because I'm gonna totally probably contradict myself, as is on brand for this show. I I think he's a what you see is what you get guy, and I kind of like him. I don't know. Okay. I have some thoughts about him and thoughts about this movie concerning him later on. Okay. So just remind me. I feel like I, I just, could be friends with him. <laughs> if that tells you anything about me. You'd be friends with him? <laughs> well, that's good because you're going to need one after this because you just lost Oh, no. snap. <laughs> and that's it. I'm out of here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> right, so Podcast over. We end up cutting back to the countryside at night after their conversation. We see a light come from the sky, a UFO, if you will. And we cut in on some scorched earth and we see a creature coming up out of the earth, which is a pretty cool shot because it looks like the earth is like breathing a yeah, bit or something. It's, like the ground is breathing. It's, it's kind of cool. Um, I thought it was amazing to me. I have a note that it was amazing to me that they show the creature already this early into the film. Only seven and a half minutes yeah. is all I had on my timer. They are getting into it. They jump right into to it because no time usually with these types of movies i feel like they wait till what like the last quarter of the movie to show to do the big reveal of the creature or something they show you this dang creature right up front which yeah. i thought was pretty cool what do you think about the creature itself i like him uh i thought he was really cool he's got like a backward hinged legs he's got that weird like lamprey kind of a mouth going yeah. he's got like the weird like round eyes i like it it's I not it the cool. best thing i've ever seen no but it's definitely it's creepy. effective and it's effective, so just, if you can't, we'll get a gif of it, uh, so just go to our site to, to check it out, supermovable.com to check it out. But well, even if, Most if we, of the I'm, movie posters have him on it. They imagine, make no bones about hiding him. So I have a note for later, but I can I'll just say it now. It oh. doesn't, doesn't really matter, but what, he, what they actually did was yeah. they, they hired a mime to walk backwards for the creature. So it's if you think of a person walking yeah, backwards, as Mac just said... Yeah. As a, as a, and they've got the face yeah. of the monster like turned like around on the back, on of, the your back of your head. So it's so yeah. it's walking backwards on your hands. And that's what they did. They hired feet, a mime for that like, for some reason. But you're <laughs> not with your stomach placing, uh, you know, facing the ground. It's your stomach towards the sky. So right, but it looks because they did, you know, because it's a creature and yeah. the prosthetic head is on the back of your head. As, I didn't know they had a mime that do it. Way. That's yeah. why the movement's so good. That's why it's pretty fluid. It's and very natural. fluid. It's not rigid. Yeah, at all. No, it looks good, and it looks great especially with this scene coming up here yeah for being low budget the creature's pretty cool um in this for being a low so. budget movie um but yeah so you then see we, just enough of it not too much yeah and we cut to the inside of a car driving down a, uh, one of the country roads with classical musical music playing uh they almost or they do kind of hit the creature uh, like in the road as if it was like a deer or something right do they hit it because they so it looks like they don't it looks like they don't when i watch it but then so so here real quick <laughs> go ahead, we'll, okay, we'll go come ahead. back sorry, to that sorry. hold on no this is why i say this so they screech to a halt 
the guy gets out and remember he gets out on the right hand side because we're you know in, in the british countryside yep he gets out and he runs back to see what it was so he's running back to the road to see what he almost hit i assumed but then as he keeps yelling to his lady friend in the car to get back in the car right she's walking around to the headlights on the passenger side the left side of the car where the creature came out from right and she's she like touches it and i think there's like there's like, like blood or something yeah, there's that comes like off some onto her gore on it like blood or like tissue or something it's just not real clear if they hit it or not i guess it's supposed to look like they did hit it if it's it's just bad camera work but then the weird thing is he screeches to a halt very quickly but he ends up walking quite a ways back <laughs> which yeah, is kind of funny that's to the me other thing he it's, like walks for quite a ways from he the car walks for like a quarter mile <laughs> Yeah. I feel. And she's got, yeah, blood on her hands. As yeah, she's we got see blood here. on her hands and she wipes it off in the grass. Yep. We're screening it as we always do. So we're kind of stepping through it with this. But it's kind of strange because it doesn't look like he actually hits it. But apparently he, like, wings it. Yeah. So he gets, he starts walking back. He walks he's towards to the to woods see what he hit off the road. They're freaked out. And he sees, as you would be. he sees the creature lying in the brush, bleeding. Yeah. And he touches it. It lunges up and shoots like a tongue thing into the guy's face. What did you think about that? I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah, I thought it was good. I yeah. thought it was good. I thought the, I think the effects the, in this are are they're not the best I've ever seen, but they're serviceable. Well, so it's like our last movie we talked about with the okay. hidden, where the practical effects really make the low budget effects work because they're low budget. You can tell things are faked, but they're pretty creepy because they're actual things they're not cgi a lot of the effects are in the dark yeah and so you don't get clear vision of things when that thing comes out and hits him just below the eyes i guess it looks like it hit his eyes and it then looks it like it hit his eyes wounds under his but eyes. then he's got yeah he's got wounds underneath his eyes when that tongue comes out it's it's really effective it's really it's really quick it is it's real quick and it's so like oh geez yeah you're you know, like oh man wow that was what the heck yeah creepy. You, it's the first time you see it and it's kind of weird so so then the girl gets back in the car at this point yeah. uh, and she backs the car up to where he was at which i noted actually pretty smart and I, I ended up making a few notes like that through the movie where some of the characters actually make reasonably smart decisions that's about what things. i like about this movie is that it's not it's strange but the characters don't do anything too dumb they don't they don't deserve to die yeah they're not like <laughs> as stupid said in horror movies a lot or vapid or like yeah you know just just completely just like so unlikable she, yeah and so she, she backs up she starts yelling for him out the window <laughs> to leave it and get back in yeah she then goes to close the door on the other side that she had still left open, and we see the creature's hand grab her arm, and we cut back to the house with the kid and the mom. Dun, dun, dun. Bah, bah, bah. <laughs> so the kid is barging in on his mom's room, and she is having some relations with her new dude, and she says that he's just had a bad dream and <laughs> takes him back to bed. But it's like done so nonchalantly. I'm it's like, Whoa, so weird. Like you don't see weird. anything, but obviously they're under the covers, you know. Yeah. Doing he, he, it, having relations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just like he's. It's like he's walked on them before. Yeah, it's like no That's big what deal. It seems like she, she like, seems so casual about it. It's but you like, know what? Right, it's over there in Europe, whatever. man. They're pretty casual about that I stuff. I suppose it's uh, the Puritans over here. So, <laughs> <laughs> outside of a house, I thought it was the house, but it's not. We see because uh, remember they're oh, in you an think apartment. It's the cottage. Well, they're in an apartment complex. So back back outside of a house. 
We yeah. see the it creature. It does look like that cottage. It does. Yeah. I was a little confused by this, but whatever. It. It's just another house. doesn't it's, matter. Yeah, it's just another house. The creature is approaching the house, and there we get cut to inside. We see a lady. She's just had a bath. She has her dog. Uh, comes in whining at her, uh, just like the one at the beginning. She feeds the dog, but that's not what it wants. So she goes to the door to see who's there, because I guess she heard something. Now here's something else, and the dog runs out of the house, and she's yelling for the dog. Yeah. So she then goes around and locks all of the doors and, and turns off the lights and she gets a shotgun ready, which once again, I make a note, actually pretty smart. Once again, like she let go of the dog, you know, given a bad situation and turns off the lights and locks the doors. I'm like, hey, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty smart. Good on you. And then uh, she is walking around the house. The creature apparently is already in the house, grabs her leg, knocks her over. Then an appendage comes out of the creature, sucks onto her face and injects her with something okay so that was a lot that just happened it was a lot that just happened but like it comes out of his chest sort of i guess you can't really tell where it's coming from it's obviously coming out from like his torso somewhere because that's the only place it could come out uh, what would you describe that thing as like it's it's, it's like a tentacle and then it has like a it opens a on the, it's, it's like an elephant trunk in a way yeah if the yeah. elephant trunk had fingers on the end to open <laughs> itself up if it opened it up like a flower yeah. But it's flesh. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best so, way you can describe it. It's I, so weird. I think it's clearly supposed to be a bit sexual because of what happens with it also. Well, <laughs> this is, it, it harkens back to, uh, you know, the movie Alien came out in 79. So that's just a few years. Sure. This is very much aping off of that oh, Alien sure. thing, yeah. which has like those overtones of, yeah, you that know, kind of all stuff of that going stuff, on. all that sexual stuff. So, yeah. It's definitely supposed to be. It's it's not sexual in that like it's it's not pornographic or anything. Yeah, no, Don't get me wrong. Like that. But the the thing is injecting her with something, which we end up finding out is a sexual reproduction thing. Yeah, it's it's impregnating her in a yeah, sense through yeah. her mouth with that appendage. Yeah. So it is like a thing like that. That's all I mean by it. I don't yeah. mean that it's pornographic. No, it's, it's not. It's not anything yeah. like that. But it it definitely is. So yeah. it's kind of weird. It's kind of crazy. And, uh, it's yeah. It's not. Over, I mean, it's a little graphic, yeah, it's but more, it's mostly it's freaky. Creature, creature, freaky. Yeah. Kinda, it's not gory like or something's anything Something's on yet. her mouth, and it's like you can tell it gets like it's like undulating, and it's like there's yeah. something going from that little tube arm thing that's sucked onto her face. Yeah. And it's she's been injected with injecting something. Injecting her with something. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, I mean, it's freaky. <laughs> it is. It's pretty cool. But uh, then we cut back to the mom and the kid. She's comforting him, laying in bed again. He says, daddy's hurt, and she pulls the covers off of him, and he's covered in blood for some reason. Yeah, he's covered in blood. And so she calls for the new dude, and he calls, uh, she tells him to call the doctor and get the caretaker. And um, we see the doctor there then, suddenly, just fast forward. And uh, he's telling uh, the doctor, the kid is telling the doctor that he's not hurt, and the blood was sent by daddy. He asks how he sent it, and he says he doesn't know. And they tell him to go back to bed. Which I just want to point out, as, as we go through, that's still never explained. How did he send blood? Why did he send blood? that's there's no there's a lot of stuff in this movie just fyi that's not fully explained no they not sure how to feel about that part of me likes it and part of me is like that's lazy well i think it harkens (laughs) to what we just watched with the director talking about it because he said they purely set out to make this movie to shock people that was it there was no intention of telling a well, story or whatever. They just wanted to see what they could get away with. And he said he actually wanted to dial it up a bit more. Right. But they, you know, ended with this. And so I would say they just wanted to make a kid wake up in bed with blood on him just to freak and people out. Because yeah. that would be freaky if you were a parent. Well, that's that's totally 
freaky just to wake up and there's just oh, like yeah. you're all and he even says like he's like i don't know i just woke up and i'm all sticky daddy sent it which is weird yeah. because it's like what like you think about it yeah blood is sticky like that yeah and so that's a weird thing for a kid to say because it makes it seem real yeah but i the funny thing is you're right and the director full-on says yeah we made this movie to shock people yeah but i wouldn't call this movie senseless no would you no no it's not which is that's isn't that weird it's not dumb there is a distinction though like you're saying because there's a story to this movie where there's other stories or other movies that you can watch that are like gore and horror and stuff that are senseless like you're saying yeah that that are just are just shock like like, think of like torture porn movies and stuff like that where it's just people you know like getting their achilles tendon cut yeah it's just well (laughs) but (laughs) <laughs> All right, Stephen King. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's actually in a couple of different movies. <laughs> I, I'm sure it is. That's just. Well, you know, the but one you know what I mean. People... It's just stuff like that, just yeah. to be like, oh, because I don't care who you are. Like that. Yeah. Wow. Did I just really say that? I don't care who you are. No, I really <laughs> Thanks, don't care buddy. who you are. That's that's shocking to watch. You yeah. Know? And it's just stuff like that. And there's no substance. There's no characters. There's no story. No, no. There's no there's no theme. There's no sense of like, well, this represents it's, something. It's like candy. It's just made for a specific yeah, that's purpose. It. And that's yeah, it. It's, it's fluff. It. You got but, it. Uh, you got it. So we see the mom and the doctor talking uh, outside of the kid's room. Uh, the doctor says that the kid's perfectly healthy. And if he lost that much blood, he'd be too weak to tell them anything. So it's not the kid's blood. The mom immediately thinks the kid is pulling a prank which i just thought was weird because like the kid's so like melancholy and low key that like doesn't seem like he'd be pulling pranks like that but whatever yeah like he's and it's the middle of the night yeah it's it's not like oh i don't want to go to school no right. hey. so the doctor suggests okay. a psychiatrist then annalise that is uh mariam diabo the caretaker that i mentioned uh, yeah, annalise comes out or whatever and she says that uh he doesn't need a doctor things you know things will resolve for now and or you know just whatever he doesn't need a doctor they'll take care of it you know he, he's trying to rip them off it's just doctors keep recommending doctors or something <laughs> and uh then they things resolve for that scene and they go back to bed right so what else you got about that one well i don't have anything necessarily about that it's it's basically like he's like he needs a psychiatrist he's you know his dad left and so now he's acting out blah blah, blah. it's that's generic and even the boyfriend says oh thank you for the uh psychology 101 over there and he yeah said that the boyfriend if we had mentioned everybody's british yeah in this except for the boyfriend's american he's over there working yeah in, well in the annalise UK. is french and annalise is french she's the au pair and i have in my notes are they rich enough to have a live-in au pair because she lives with apparently, them. I mean, we but saw apparently, the cottage. But it's never explained, <laughs> yeah, I know, I and you. it's weird. And I'm like, because she seems she's a single mom. Yeah, she's got a boyfriend, which doesn't mean that she doesn't have money. But I, it doesn't feel like they have money. Yeah, and we have no idea what she does. She have, we have we? no idea. No, because we know the boyfriend's a photographer. He's a photographer, and he seems like he's pretty well off with his. Well, we don't know what the dad stuff, did. But yeah, we don't know what the dad did. We don't, but you know what? It doesn't really it matter. Do, it doesn't matter to the story. To the story. Yeah. But it's but it is kind of weird. Like it's weird never a little stuff in this. I'm like, what what does this person do? Why? Because there's no reason for the au pair to be there. Sure. Because the mother is not like, it's not like she's like, well, I'm a socialite and I do a lot of social work, yeah, yeah. but I don't necessarily have a job, but I have, a, I'm a woman of status and you know, it's, it's, it's not anything like that. Right. So I'm it's like, not like she has it, three kids I, or anything. I, I, <laughs> I don't like extra characters in a, in a low budget B movie. And that's that what aren't explained. Is, that aren't explained. Yeah. It's just there to be there. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is fine. But this movie, the funny part about it is we just talked about this. It's shock movie, but it's there. It's not senseless. So I want to know the real reason behind it. But it's never really. Explained. So we end up cutting back after this scene. Cut back to the lady that encountered that creature. 
that sucked onto her face. Yeah, poor and lady. She's waking up covered in blood. She's struggling to stand up. We see the dog eating some stuff on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a bunch of junk on the ground. It's pretty gross. He's going to town. And, uh, oh, he loves it. He's a good boy. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> is he? He's cleaning up. <laughs> Clean uh, up crew. I guess yeah, he is. Uh, so she heads to the sink to get some water. She falls backwards, clutches her stomach, which we hear stretching and cracking coming from her as she cries out in pain. She uh, gives birth, basically, to a full-grown man, is all I can really say about that. I'm going to have to go ahead and stop you there, buddy. Well, real quick. So, Uh, okay, it's the dad from the beginning. It's a bit disturbing. He bites his own umbilical cord free and then cleans up. Okay. So that's all I was You to. just blew through a lot of stuff. I did. Okay. That's all there is? So in <laughs> my notes, yeah. there's that's a lot of stuff. Is it? In my notes, she wakes up and like the, uh, I do like this shot when she wakes up because it's low light Yeah. and it's a floor shot and it's her like waking up and she's all groggy and there's like gore and like blood and dried blood and gunk around her mouth Mayhem. from where the little <laughs> sucker thing was like injecting stuff Yeah. and a pile of something that the dog is eating and it's low light like there's been a lamp. You know how you not lock, knock a lamp over? Like you get that those weird shadows going on. And you can tell the light's just coming from one little tiny, uh, like tiny spot or whatever. Sure. That's what it feels like. And it feels weird. Yeah, it's got a weird atmosphere it's to it. It's got a weird atmosphere to it. So she gets up and tries to get some water like you described. But I just have in my notes, oh my god. <laughs> because her belly just like starts to expand like exponentially within the matter of like minutes yep. up, up, or seconds who knows <laughs> the alien that attacked the woman put in her like this seed or whatever and it just starts to grow and gives birth to the dad like you said and it just reminds me that snl skit where will ferrell comes out of that as a grown woman <laughs> with a beard <laughs> and he's like whoa it was hot in there so part of it is like <laughs> pretty disturbing because you see a man get birth like a fully grown man yeah and it is creepy but then the other part is like it's kind of funny like it, a little bit because it's weird <laughs> it's so weird it's like you're like kind of want to laugh at it like what am i watching yeah but then like i just uh, they took it the extra step of having him bite his own umbilical cord <laughs> to like free himself and i was like what? Oh, but then he just starts cleaning up oh my god <laughs> Okay, I really want to do a gif of this so you can see this, but I think you're just going to have to watch it for yourself. I don't know. It's a little graphic, but... I'll put it up on Peter's Movie Nights. <laughs> I'll just put, put the whole video. <laughs> I don't care. If you want to watch it, I'll have it up there for you. Well, part of him, he's fully grown. <laughs> he's a fully grown man coming out of a woman, right? And he's just like, oh, I've just been birthed. Like, I'm just... Let me stretch it out. It was, you know... Not a whole lot of room to maneuver in there. Yeah. How did he grow that quick? That And then you know, he takes a hobo shower the in the sink. sink. Yep. <laughs> well, that's pretty good. I like that one. I thought that oh that's God. like almost the best scene of the movie. I thought, oh. There's a couple others I think are better. That, but that's one of the better ones. That's one of the better ones up there. That's It's top five for sure. So for sure. we cut back to the woods. Uh, we see the dad that was birthed, freshly birthed dad. Yeah. <laughs> stealing the clothes from the dude he killed that had the car with his girlfriend that hit the creature on well, the you road. Know, he was born yesterday. Follow me. Leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> hey. So he gets in the car with the dead girl. 
uh, the girlfriend, and he uh, basically drives away. So we cut back to the mom in bed getting a phone call. It's the dad, but he can't articulate anything. We know it's the dad. She does not. She can't understand him, and we see the phone set, a handset that he's holding at a phone booth, just suddenly catch on fire and melt for some reason. Yeah. No idea. I don't even know that that's ever explained. That Again, that's this is one of the things that's never explained. I kind of like this effect, though. It was kind of cool. Because it melts like, in his hand. It, like, slowly that? melts. And then it, like, catches fire and, like, it drips. He leaves it hanging because he's in a phone booth. He leaves it hanging on the cord and it kind of just, like, drips off yeah. the cord. Yeah, it's kind of cool. It's, it's a cool effect. And it's, then, a, it's just uh, a tiny little... It's ominous. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. It's an atmospheric thing. Next, we see him in the car that he stole uh, pulling up next to a building. I don't really know what this building was, if it was explained or anything. But um, we cut right back to the house with the know. boyfriend, dude, which <laughs> was weird. This was just an odd cut because he just pulls up, gets out of the car and walks away and then we just cut back to the house with the boyfriend dude waking up Annalise telling her the son is going to school she asks about uh, even since last night you know with what was going on the kid is playing with his toys in the kitchen and having a good time Uh, the boyfriend dude asks him if he wants to come along to see some airplanes that he's taking pictures of and he says maybe the mom yells at the kid about having a snake in the kitchen so the kid has a pet snake and we learn she'll be picking the kid up today as Annalise has other plans anything you want to say about all of that wow that's all. It's, it's very detailed <laughs> there. Um, no. But uh, we see Annalise taking the kid to school. The old lady who owns the building, I assume, or is at least a tenant that hangs out at the building. Whatever. It's telling him the you what? know who the, the old, old lady, lady in the hallway. She's just the person that lives in the building. Okay, I didn't know. It wasn't clear to me. Oh, I mean, I know she lives there, she's but it was a neighbor. I don't. She's know. Just a neighbor. Okay, she's just like a nosy, bossy, busybody neighbor. So she's just telling the kid like, make sure to work at school and whatever else. Yada yada yada. So we find she's German. I don't know. Yeah, she's German. So we follow Annalise taking the kid to school. We see the dad following them around, watching them from the street, like stalking them. Yeah. So we cut to some guy hitting the parked car with the dead lady in it, tossing her up onto the dash, <laughs> which is just an awkward scene anyway. Why did he just pull right into the car? That was bizarre. I don't know why he pulled in the car. It is a pretty good way for her to get discovered. Yeah. So the guy goes to apologize because he sees there's a person in the car. He opens the door. She falls backwards in the seat and we see her stomach is just like ripped open, which was kind of kind of cool. I mean, yeah. you know, it's not, but it is. <laughs> so, not for her. Um, yeah, it's a cool effect. So next we cut to Annalise having some relations with some dude. And there's a lot of weird grunting and groaning. <clears throat> uh, and then she gets a call and has to go take the phone. It's the mom. And this is where you get a scene of a Bond girl nude, if you care. And some guy butt also, if you want that too. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's the old pair with her boyfriend. <laughs> Not to be confused with the wife and her boyfriend. Yeah, there's a couple boyfriends in this. Don't understand what this is about. This is obviously just to show some skin. Yeah, it's... I don't know. I thought it was funny little kind of realistic sort of a scene or whatever. I, whatever, I don't know. It's, what is this supposed to say about... It, like, it, I don't get nothing. what it's supposed to... Why are we... I, there's no point to it. It doesn't further the plot at all. It doesn't further the plot. It doesn't build on the character. It it's never just comes, supposed it to be never fun com- or something, I guess. I don't know. It's They introduce another character for the body count. That's yeah, all it is. That's all. You're right. So anyway, uh, so we cut to the boyfriend dude at his studio, uh, photo studio, taking uh, some like what I thought were pinup style shots of some lady, but it turns out it's for like a shoe ad or something. So anyway, what is that? There's a glass of beer. Yeah, he's I don't know. It's for by her feet. It's like an ad agency or something he takes. So I don't understand it. It's marketing. I want those (laughs) shoes. They're next to beer. What? (laughs) What? 
Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what I don't know supposed either. to be saying. Okay, I didn't care to read into it. Yeah, I know this movie's not worth it. Okay, uh, the mom is leaving. She was at the photo studio to get the kid, and she says she'll take him to the zoo to see if he'll talk to her. Uh, and then there's a weird line here that I love. The boyfriend dude says to the model, "Paula, please stop drooling." And I just like okay, <laughs> like, I just is, thought that was funny. <laughs> it's a random line. It's so odd because he's just taking photos of her foot with like the shoe and stuff for like the advertisement or something. And there's just no context to anything, and it just cuts away right after it. I just love the Paula, please stop drooling. <laughs> it's like why? <laughs> Who cares? Yeah, I just thought that was funny. Uh, so the mom goes to pick up the kid from it's school. Strange, can't find him. A teacher says father picked him up just a few minutes ago. The mom's obviously confused. She asks which way they went, and heads in that way in a panic. Uh, she ends up catching up to the kid and the dad and the kid says hi mom and runs across the screen just like nonchalantly the dad steps out of the shadows and she can't believe it she slaps him and asks where he's been (laughs) and what he's doing there and uh, he says he's back and he doesn't know where he's been and he can't remember anything before today she tells him it's been three years okay what do you think about this scene I thought it was interesting kind of realistic yeah sort of for how you would react to it I like that they didn't make her like stupid I like her approach to him showing back up again because she obviously i mean they were married they have a kid together she obviously had feelings for him right. strongly you know right. it's her husband it's her husband yeah. so you can't just let all that go but on the other hand she's upset she's maxim i mean she's not accepting him right back into her life with open arms like she's not a weak person but she that's what i got from it what did you get that's almost exactly what oh, okay. i, I love the right. approach to this scene like you said almost word for word okay it's funny i have in my notes here it says i like the mom's willing to suspend her disbelief concerning the father in other words words like she's mad at him but she wants to hear him out she wants to hear him out like maybe there's a reason yeah maybe something happened with this (laughs) she doesn't she doesn't know like you said she cares about him it's the father of her child yeah maybe something happened that we didn't know about that he just disappeared for yeah and also you can tell there's still love there because she's not uh as far as we know she's not divorced from him she's not remarried well i mean if if you know if you've been married for a while and had a kid or something with somebody and they just suddenly disappear even though you assume they were out on you but if he says he's back and he doesn't remember anything you'd be willing to potentially give them a like i want to hear you out i just What's like your story? she's like you said she's you intelligent know? and she's not going to be like i don't believe you and just just knee-jerk reaction like she's very like yeah kind of calm and controlled and i i know that she slaps him but that's just like you would be upset oh, you yeah. would be upset but she's she, she gets that out of her him, system real quick it's, it's more <laughs> of a it's not to see that's the thing about uh, a slap it's like it's usually not to hurt it's more of just like <laughs> how dare you it's it's like a, a verbal <laughs> insult manifesting itself physically yeah, that's the best way to put, way to put yeah. a slap it's just to be like how dare you you know what i mean but she's also like i can't believe you're back where have you been like she she genuinely is concerned like i said this actress just like elevates this material yeah, she, no she does great she yeah. does a good job and and he does a great job and too. I, I like but her, she i like she's my favorite character i like the story. character yeah, yeah because she's she is strong it's always it's kind of nice to see a realistic strong female yeah character, she's like and a, she she does it really well i agree she's so. very strong she's very um intelligent she's very logical yeah um but you know she has emotions and she she's hurt she's hurt by him but she still cares about him. yeah so I, I i just wanted to bring this out because this is a nice little scene and sure. in this very weird very strange very like monster creature feature type movie yeah you yeah. know what i mean and I, I, I didn't expect it a little slice of life almost yeah, I didn't, I, yeah. I didn't, it, if you put it in a drama it would fit yep perfectly yeah but since you're not watching a drama it is interesting <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um so they get back to the house uh she's getting him set up like 
just kind of whatever. She gets him set up there, and the kid's all excited and shows the dad his snake and stuff. Yeah, of course. Mom calls the boyfriend dude and tells him what happened. Uh, meanwhile, the kid is with the dad in the bathroom as he's getting ready for a shower or something. Yeah. And he asks who the girl is with him that morning, or who the girl was with him that morning, rather, meaning Annalise. He tells him it's Annalise, <laughs> and that she lives there and helps the mom, and she's French. And <laughs> so we just kind of learned that. So apparently he didn't know her. We then got to a scene of the mom and the dad back in the living room she gives him a scotch and they chat about recognizing the house and he last remembers being at the cottage and he was with the kid and he remembers a light and the kid was scared and stuff and they talk some things out is all i really cared to say about most much of that but like you mentioned she's hearing him out they're having a chat about things which is cool the old lady's glad the father's back yeah well she makes some crack about the boyfriend or to the boyfriend about like uh, old lady knows what's up that boyfriend is no good Yeah. Oh, so it's your apartment, she says to him, like, because <laughs> she saw the husband come yeah. home. So the boyfriend dude comes home. Uh, they send a kid to take a bath. Uh, then they have an awkward talk about what's going on and all, as it would be. It'd be super awkward. We see the mom and the boyfriend have a conversation about this and that this is ridiculous. Uh, she's not so sure about all of this. She wants to believe that the guy is back. Uh, we cut to the dad pulling the eggs out of the snake cage. Oh, my god. Okay. So back in the kid's room, the dad's pulling the eggs out of the snake cage. He crushes them in a, in one of his hands and starts eating them all creepily. He like just crushes them in in his palm, and as it's dripping out of his palm, he starts like sucking it out of yeah, his palm. He like lets it like drip in his mouth. He like just doesn't shove. He like breaks them, lets them ooze. The dad eats the snake eggs, and I was like, this movie is so gross. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I mean, it's definitely weird. It's creepy. It's pretty gross because just eating a snake's egg. And it looks real. So it, it does. looks really Well, I mean, real. I'm sure he crushed some real eggs, but uh, so we see the kid come in. He sees this and yeah. then he runs away just As kind of in would. disbelief. <laughs> but he runs, he doesn't just run away. He runs out of the apartment, onto the street, into an alley. The dad is chasing behind him like Terminator style. I mean, it's kind of weird. Like he's like a robot, man. He's like chasing after him. Yeah. Uh, he catches him in like a basement area kind of a thing uh-huh. in this alley. And then we cut back to the apartment. The snake has gotten out of the cage. It's escaped. And the mom is looking for the kid f- so for like dinner. Yeah. And uh, not to have him for dinner, but have him for dinner. Uh, <laughs> and they suddenly believe cook humans. that the dad has taken the kid. Of course, they just think like, oh, he's taken him, you know, like yeah. he stole him. They rush out, uh, they being the mom and the boyfriend, uh, rush out looking for him uh, while we see that the dad is still stalking the kid into the basement area. Uh, as I said, he ends up chasing him down, yada, yada. Um, he asks him what's the matter. Uh, he says he saw him eating the eggs. He tells him he's not the same anymore, and he went to another world, and he has to be changed uh, to go there. He had to be changed to go there. Yeah. And he tells the kid that he was lucky and that he couldn't have, uh, they couldn't have taken anyone, but they chose him. And he says um, that he's come back and asks if the kid wants to come with him you know to the new world again and uh he tells him not to be afraid and then he bites the kid's shoulder in another super creepy scene and we see the kid's eyes roll back in his head and the dad starts sucking on the skin upwards like think of like a big like sucking on someone to like make a hickey or something but it sucks into a mound (laughs) kind of like It's it's like Silly Putty, if you want to think of making a mound, like pulling on Silly Putty. And it's super creepy. It's It's, like, it reminds me of something very specific from South Park. It's a skin funnel. (laughs) He sucks up like a skin funnel. And my notes, I'm like, he's sucking on his shoulder. Is it sucking or blowing? 
You don't know (laughs) because well, we we just saw somebody. They had a sucker on their mouth and it injected them. Yeah, it put stuff in them. It put something. So is he putting something in him, or is he sucking something out? Like you don't know because it's just like pulsating, like this this mound or skin funnel, as I called it. Is it's like on his shoulder? It's a good point though because I I actually just assumed that he sucked a mound up on the kid's shoulder. But you're probably right. He injected him. That makes more sense logically. I did not actually think about it that way. So he (laughs) probably put any thought. I thought just like what would look creepy. What would look totally creepy? Suck on this kid's shoulder. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds even for those of you who've just joined us. This is the (laughs) sucking a kid's shoulder hour. Whoa. Oh my gosh. Uh, okay. This is so weird. This movie's so weird. And I was like, is he sucking or blowing? I don't want to know. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's creepy. Oh. Would it change the scene? No. <laughs> this movie is creepy as all get out. I love and hate it at the same time. <laughs> so the boyfriend and the mom go back to the apartment to call the police. They find the kid and the dad there back at the place already, and they say, Oh, we just went out to buy some sweets, and everything's all casual suddenly. Yeah. Like, no big deal. So she's obviously mad about that and says, you know, he needs to tell him next time. Right. Uh, so we cut to the and old he's lady. Just like, okay, yeah, no problem. Sorry. Yeah. So yeah. that old lady that we've seen in the stairwell a couple times, she's apparently in the apartment below them, I guess, is what we're supposed to figure out. <sighs> yeah, that's not real. No, it is actually later because she bangs on the ceiling when there's noise. Uh, anyway, so she's below them in an apartment. So I think this is what this is. This is like, these are like weird, huge apartment condo type things. Yeah. And I think every apartment has a floor to its own. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I think like the lady lives on, let's say she lives on the second floor and she has the entire second floor and it like wraps around. Oh, I get you. And like they live on the third floor and they have the whole entire third floor and it, it like could wraps be, around. Yeah. I don't know. No, there you're right. apartments like that. The so. stairwell is pretty like thin and small in that way. And it so spirals that, up that and there's an sense. elevator in the middle of the staircase. I don't know. Yeah. We're, no, we're thinking way too much. But that makes sense. It's a real building though. So yeah. You're just trying to figure out the lay of the land. Yeah, I'm trying. So <laughs> <laughs> where are we at? Oh yeah. Sucking shoulders. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we see the old lady. She hears the uh, all we hear hear from her. The whole point is that she's in her apartment. She yeah. hears a news story about the dead bodies that were found on the news. These were the ones that the dad had killed in that Volvo in the car that he stole earlier. We cut back to the kids' room and we get some weird music uh, playing over some shadows and stuff going on. Which is this is a pretty cool scene. A little surreal. And there's a a top Very. spinning by itself on the ground with the kid watching it. He's just sitting there staring at it. We cut back to the adults at the dinner table, I guess, having a conversation about what's going on and things get a bit heated and the kid suddenly calls for the dad. Yeah. So the dad gets up and heads into the kid's room and he tells him about the top spinning and just while he was thinking or the kids explained to the dad that he was thinking about the top spinning and the top started spinning on its own. Yeah. And uh, the kid tells him that that's what he can do now and like I don't know what that means exactly. I guess just since he you know, sucked on his shoulder. You can now make top spin with your mind. <laughs> okay. So, so I kind of like this scene, but they seem to have like a psychic bond kind of thing going on or Most, something. Exactly. Yeah. Mostly because we have the kid in his bedroom again, very low light. There's like a little night light on again. It's, it has like a weird, like night light. You know, those yeah. ones that like kind of turn. Yeah. Yeah. He's and got one like of those shapes around the room. He's looking at an old metal top. I don't know if you've ever seen those, but they're like the size of a pie. Yeah. And 
they're like i don't know they look like a ufo but you can put them on the ground and you just push them up and down and they spin but it's like doing it on its own and there's like creepy music but in in the meantime there's like a tense scene like you said the adults the au pair and the boyfriend do not like that the husband's back but the mother seems okay with it the mother doesn't have a problem with it at all which i find interesting because she's like the calm one she's kind of coming to terms with it and she kind of likes that he's back she she misses him you can tell in this scene like she misses him because she's not getting upset yeah and you think like normally she would be the one you would think the mom would be the one most upset and torn on things right but But the boyfriend and the au pair are not having it because they're like where you been yeah which they want answers which is uh, that's a legit question yeah that's a totally legit question and then the father throws like it's like a beer bottle yeah or like a perrier bottle or something like that like it's it's a glass bottle Yep. He throws it at the the boyfriend because it's like getting really on the heated. Mantle behind yeah, him. yeah, it's getting really heated. And so then he goes into the. So it's weird. Emotions are rising, and then this kid's having like this awakening at the same time. Yeah. So it's it's kind. Of, I like the way it's edited. I like it's good. And I have in my notes the same thing. So he sucks on his shoulder, and apparently he has telekinesis now. Wait. He's got telekinetic powers. And then the dad goes in and explains the new powers. And I write sort of because <laughs> he doesn't really. <laughs> no. He's like, he's like, well, when that's you what think, you can do now. He's like, yeah, when you think real hard about something, you can make it do something like you yeah. can make it move or you can make it come to life or something like that. That's all he says. But he doesn't really. Uh, that's it. That's it. That's all he says. Yeah, it's so it's kind of generic. It's kind of generic. So I guess the kid has powers now. And I, I guess, guess the dad has powers. Did we did we ever see the dad have powers besides being an alien and killing people? No, no. It's just stuff. Again, to be stuff. nothing is explained. <laughs> so, nothing is really explained. It just sort of happens. So we cut back right after that suddenly yeah. to the lady's apartment, the old lady, and we see the snake crawling out of the chandelier in her apartment. It falls into her salad that she's making on her table, like on a kitchen table. Yeah. And uh, she ends up finding it with the salad tongs and just starts smashing it to death, just killing it. Yeah. And uh, which is, I'm only laugh because it was weird. She just like her reaction is to just smash it. Um, <laughs> what does she smash it with? Like a mallet? It's like, like a mallet, yeah. It's like a meat tenderizer or something? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just like a um, mallet like that. Which is weird because she was making a salad. So. Yeah. So why was that sitting there? Yeah, there's a, just a meat tenderizer yeah. sitting there. It's like right at the end. Oh, yeah. Yep. It's pretty brutal. I don't, I don't think anyway. that's an actual snake. I think they... Yeah. Did something else, but um, so it is pretty brutal. So she ends up uh, heading up to the apartment and gives it to the mom and says she found it in her supper. She's got it like in a bag and it's just like a it like just, soup. It, yeah, it's just like liquid. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I don't know why she bothered putting it in a bag. I don't even know why. And uh, she's she so mean. Tells the mom the kid is not responsible enough for animals. And <laughs> the mom tells you know the kid sorry because uh, he sees that she has it and she throws it away. Uh, and they both head into their rooms. The kid is mad. He stares at an action figure, and the dad tells the kid no later. And we're just like, Ooh. oh yeah. So like, like he what? can like he has like a connection with the son now. Oh, I guess he did before anyway because he said dad's hurt. You know, before we knew it's covered in blood. It. So he's like, yeah, he's 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 got some sort of connection, and yeah. the kids obviously having some weird sort of Damien Firestarter moment where he wants to like hurt the au pair, and he the dad's just in the corner of his room in the dark. Yeah, and he's like, no, later, and I'm later, like, later, and you're like, that is heck? weird. The things are getting weird. Think, well, getting. <laughs> <laughs> so. 
So back in the mom's room, she's talking with the boyfriend about the situation. She's conflicted, and he's not. She cuddles up to the dude, and we cut back to the kid's room as he's apparently having a bad dream and talking out loud. He's woken up and stares at various toys that start doing things in his room that come alive. There's a midget clown. Sorry, little dude clown. (laughs) And there's the spinner, the top thing, and weird circus music. It's quite trippy and awesome, and we need a video of this one put up. We definitely need one. Um, Do you want No, I was going to say, this is how we know the lady is below them uh, because she hears like all the the noise and stuff going on and she starts banging on the ceiling with like a uh, like a broom or something yeah and so we see that the mom comes over yells at him to be quiet then the clown makes more noise and the kid says he hates the old lady and we see her door oh well I'm cutting through a lot what did you want to say okay. anything before I keep going sorry, I want to go way way back sorry yeah, yeah, go ahead before any of that happened sorry um, <laughs> before we get to the kids room the father's staying with them. We're at this point. The everybody thinks that. Well, the the boyfriend and the au pair think he's lying, and they think he's like running a scam, and he just ran out on her, and now he's back because he ran out of money or something. Yep. But the the mother, you know, slash wife thinks that uh, he has amnesia or something. Like something Something's has happened, happened to him, him. Yeah. and so he has nowhere. And she's to, right. And she, yeah, she's right. And she has nowhere to stay. And she still has some of his clothes. She didn't throw his clothes out, which yeah, is significant. Yeah, it, it kind of because he's like, you didn't throw them out or something. And she doesn't even answer. She just and like, gives then them they have like a gas stove. And do you remember this part? There's a hose attached yeah. to it that lights the the fireplace. And he like is sucking in the gas. Yeah, he like opens up the gas or whatever and starts sniffing it. You're right. I did. I didn't even make a note of that. That but, is weird. Yeah. I didn't have a note on it. It's it's just a brief moment. Yeah, it's like from the fireplace but or something. But it's so intense and it's so weird. Yeah, because he's like naked in their living room. Yeah, like, just grabs the gas from like the fireplace thing and just starts huffing. And it. it's like a man who's who's been in the desert. And hasn't got. He finally sees water. He's like, "Oh, water!" Like he's like snake eggs so and it's gas. Like, we get, <laughs> you already know that he's from another planet. We saw him get birthed, but this is like cementing the fact that he's weird and that he has these weird like physical needs because he's sort of he's human, but he's still sort of alien. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Then we get to the again weird low lighting and weird like performance art stuff is happening with the little person and he's a little clown and he's got a killer yo-yo yes he's got a killer yo-yo that has like razor blades on it and lights it's like a imagine a yellow disco ball but it's a yo-yo and it has razor blades on. it's the weirdest thing it, it is it's pretty awesome in like an artsy way but it's like so bizarre and actually the uh the little director's thing we watched earlier yeah. the director uh is telling he said that basically they just kept coming up with weird things that they want in the movie and like somebody said let's have a clown and he's like sure why not let's have a snake yeah sure put a snake in there so and there's like some other things too but like so i guess it's just like people like like we said he they set out to make a shocking movie so they just kept adding things in so there wasn't a whole lot of like there was but there wasn't a whole lot of thought put into some of this it's just there well, for the sake there of wasn't being weird. thought but there was effort yes do you know what i mean yes because this is lit very well it's very yep. creepy it's supposed to be creepy it's supposed to also be a little bit fun on the scary side sure. so there's like it doesn't look bad it, it's not shot poorly it's acted pretty well actually the kid actor in this is no, not too bad i mean they came up with stuff and owned it they did <laughs> and the funny thing is is that he had this little clown doll that he has brought to life because yeah. now he, he brought the top he made the top spin on its own and now he's brought this clown 
thing to life. And it's an actual person. Yeah. We should mention that when he makes it come to life, it's a it's a little person, but it's an actual like flesh and blood like person. And that that's important to note because there's some other stuff that goes on later. So after he says the little kid says he hates the old lady, we see uh, back at her apartment, she goes to open her door, but there's a chain on it. And it as soon as she opens it, so just like some uh, bolt, cutters bolt cutters come in and just cut the chain. And she's just like, what? And like, that was kind of cool, actually. And then yeah, uh, well, it is. It's very, <laughs> pretty like, awesome. Uh, like, um, all of a sudden, it's almost like a slasher movie. Sort yeah, of? it's like just brutal and yeah. ominous. <laughs> so yes. And uh, so then we see like uh, the uh, door handle gets blown open with like a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the full size action figure like of like a army man. Yeah, that, that he you had. mentioned earlier. Yeah. Yeah. At breakfast. When the dad said no, you know, like later. Yeah. Or whatever. Um, that's what he was talking about. So the army man's like a full size man now and comes walking into the room, shoots a harpoon at her for some reason and she runs and he chases well he has like a harpoon gun and a rifle and he kicks down the door he pursues her and finds her under the couch by stabbing into the couch cushions with a bayonet so we'll definitely have to have a clip of that too we're definitely and it's interesting to note that <laughs> unlike the the clown doll that he brought to life the little army man is plastic his it's face, still plastic yeah his face is plastic it's like a full-grown man are but plastic. it's plastic it looks great it's pretty it's cool. Super creepy looking, especially when the door opens. Yeah. When he blows the door open, it's Boom. all black behind yeah. him, so it just makes him stand out a little more. Yeah. He looks like the little doll man. He looks or the little army guy, and he moves like a robot. So they obviously got like it's probably the same actor that was in the probably the mind. aliens. It's probably the mind <laughs> yeah. because he moves exactly like a which doesn't necessarily make sense because it's just an army guy. It's not a robot army guy. But I'm putting too much thought into it. Yeah. It yeah. still works because he it. he moves like the toy would move. Yeah. This is a uh, insane. 720 here because it's interesting to note this movie actually just got re-released on uh, blu-ray okay so this is in 720 um when you look at his hands and you can see them really clear i don't think i noticed this before but they look plastic like they have no detail on there there's no skin texture so he's wearing like skin colored gloves yeah like latex gloves yeah because you can kind of tell there's fingernails down underneath but you, like you, you said can. there's no definition to it there's almost no like a plastic anything thing like plastic. so that's I like that yeah. little attention to detail because I'm Definitely. sure you could have seen that in the theater at the time, but that's it's, yeah, like VHS might not have had you, that kind of clarity. Have, yeah. yeah, the copy that I had before was like a, is a DVD, but it was a VHS transfer. Yeah, but <laughs> well, another thing that's interesting to note is that she was under the couch hiding, and she had knocked over a box of chocolates. And the reason why the army guy found her, her yeah. is because she reached out underneath the couch to grab a, a chocolate that had fallen on the floor. Yeah. Why not just stay hit? Was it really worth your life? Apparently. Really, <laughs> is that weird to you? She really needed those chocolates. I mean, that's... Isn't well, that what, well, you need to keep your energy up when you're running from a crazy doll. Isn't that what people think of old Man. ladies? They just sit around eating chocolate? Well, I think of Werther's Originals, but that's just me. <laughs> she died like she lived, eating chocolate. <laughs> what? Well, she, she's German, too. That's another thing. That's so weird. Because she's German. Yeah. Ooh, the chocolate. Um, so after that scene <laughs> so we cut back to the next morning and the boyfriend dude is leaving and heads to work in his Range Rover uh, we see the mom back at home has a note titled in the bedroom there titled the note <laughs> to read which I just thought was funny yeah and so the boyfriend left a note called the note 
Yeah. Uh, which she does. We then cut to the dad in the living room looking at old photos of the family together. Mom comes in and laughs uh, about it, you know, with him while they're looking at some photos and stuff. And they have a call from the doctor. Uh, the mom talks to him. We see Annalise go through the laundry. The mom finds a photo of that girl that was killed from the uh, Volvo that we saw from the car uh, in, in the pocket of the jacket that the dad had. So obviously that's pretty weird. So the mom finds then a lot of bills, <laughs> yeah. basically. And um, she sends Annalise away a for a minute and she starts talking to the dad about the photo. He says he doesn't know who it is. And he says, really, I've never seen her before. The mom's all jealous now. She asks about the money. He says, maybe it isn't his jacket. <laughs> Which is like kind of like a lame excuse if we didn't know better, but it's like kind of true. Yeah, well, she still jacket. thinks. Well, she still thinks that like he's like he's lost his memory or something. Yeah, something's a little off. You know what you I know? mean? But she's kind of like having some doubts. So we cut to the boyfriend at his photo studio. The mom's showing up there now. She says uh, that her and the dad are going to the cottage since it may help, uh, as that's the last thing he remembers. She shows him the photo of the girl. Uh, says she's leaving with the kid with er, leaving the kid with Annalise and asks if he can uh, feel any sympathy. He says a staunch no. (laughs) So he's kind of done. He's done. He's disconnected from the situation. If she wants to be with him, he'll be with her. Otherwise, you know, you're making a mistake. Is basically, I think, his take on this. Right. Um, Which I I think after the... I can't blame him. After the dinner. I think maybe I'm being too harsh on the boyfriend, but I still don't like him. That's fine. You don't have to. I just, I, I don't, I didn't dislike, he didn't do anything to make me not like him. I don't like his attitude. <laughs> <laughs> so the mom leaves, she gets into the car uh, with the dad. Uh, we cut to the kid and Annalise at the house. There's a buzz at the door. Annalise answers, it's her boyfriend. She tells him to go to her room and she'll be there in a minute. She tells the kid uh, to be okay on his own and she's going to lie down for a moment. I'm sure she is. <laughs> Uh, the kid knocks on her door and wants to play hide and seek. Uh, She's laying in bed topless with the dude as we all would just, you know, taking a nap and (laughs) says she can only have, uh, they can have a quick game of hide and seek. She tells the boyfriend she won't be long. So we cut to the dad and mom pulling up to the cottage and then suddenly back to the apartment. It's got weird cuts here. Uh, (laughs) some weird editing before it was pretty good, but now it's like kind of going, jumping back and forth. I mean, a lot starts happening here though, to give it a little credit or whatever, I suppose. So they're just jumping back and forth to keep both stories lines going yeah but back in the apartment Annalise is looking for the kid uh during their game of hide and seek it looks like he's left the apartment she's checking the stairway and stuff for him and hears him calling from the lift it's kind of creepy she heads back up and uh he's calling her all creepy like still and she gets in the lift and we see the midget clown little dude clown on the ceiling who drops down on her and we just hear screaming then we see the kid and the clown with balloons and stuff dragging her body down the hallway honking a horn it's really like funny and weird at the same time yes. it's like creepy funny artsy well, weird got i love this. it <laughs> okay i love it too like you've got this little person in, in the clown makeup then you've got a little kid dragging a full-sized woman down the hall yeah with it's like, like horns honking in any other movie playing. it's like a parade yeah in any other movie it might be played for laughs but it's not funny anymore yeah it's yeah it's it's, it's very so bizarre it's, so, but it is funny yeah but it's it, it's meant to be both yeah in this movie they they know what they're doing but it, it was done well i thought i thought so yeah i, I thought, thought it's it pretty cool. good it's a it's a weird moment and that's what that's so this, the clown this movie's like, just filled with weird moments and the clown like lifts up a hammer that he's got in his hand and it like goes limp and like falls to the side yeah but he, then he just before. like like makes a face and then just smacks her on the head with it anyway <laughs> yeah he's like <laughs> which Ooh. is like okay he's yeah. like that's not supposed to do that <laughs> <laughs> and then the kid starts sucking on annalise's stomach 
basically yeah. he lifts her shirt up a bit and he's just sucking on her stomach and her skin gets all weird and raises up kind of like when the dad was sucking on the shoulder but it's or different whatever. now it's like bubbly and veiny yes so the veins get all big and like right. running through her it's like like uh tentacles almost yeah, looking kind it's like of a tentacles thing. underneath the skin and again is he blowing is he sucking i'm i don't know i i think you're right kind of like the injecting her with something but the clown's just sitting there looking on like with enjoyment very creepy oh you know? it's super creepy and he's He's into it. He's like, oh, yeah. And it's just like he's weird like, that like her shirt's pulled up and her pants are unbuttoned and everything. And she's her. just laying there with the kids <laughs> sucking on her. It's a weird scene. It's a, again, <laughs> a lot of people blowing and injecting stuff into people in this movie. This movie should just been called Injection. 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 The next blow. <laughs> what? That's the sequel. Suck on this. That's the, suck on this. That's the sequel. <laughs> so we cut back to the parents at the cottage. They're opening the place up. It sounds like they think the place was burglarized or something. She says nothing is missing. Shall we report it? And he just ignores her and says they should go for a walk before it gets dark. Yeah. So back at the apartment again. <laughs> quick scene uh the boyfriend is now looking for annalise he uh the boyfriend of annalise is looking for annalise just because i keep saying separate boyfriends um so he gets attacked by a toy tank in the hallway which is pretty cool there's like this little you know all the toys are coming to life now yeah all the toys are coming to life so it shoots a like a real bullet at him and he dodges and it like runs away oh yeah he gets freaked out well i mean it's like shooting a real freaking bullet at him. well it like moves and he's like oh that's not a big deal like yeah he he doesn't care just ignores it because he's like oh it's just a little remote control or it does automatic yeah he's like it's just a little toy and so he ends up seeing annalise in a cocoon in the bathtub which is a really cool scene he grabs a towel and tosses it on the tank and runs away (laughs) but then a panther suddenly is there in the in the hallway and jumps on him so i a lot just happened and i thought it was there's a couple things just to note so uh, the cocoon is really cool we can talk more about that uh the i thought it was smart once again like we talked about though that he grabs a hand towel or whatever from the bathroom and tosses it over the tank before running away so that it like can't see him or fire at him i thought that was kind of cool i'm like yeah that's kind of smart it's a quick thing to do because it's firing at him. So he just before, because it's got to move its little turret. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a tank. It's a toy tank. So it is a real smart thing to do. Everybody does smart things in this movie. I don't know that anybody does anything dumb. Yeah. There's no decision where, you know, like when you're watching a horror movie and somebody makes a decision, you're like, oh, well, you deserve what you get now. Because that was dumb. <laughs> you know, you idiot. You deserve to you die. It's horribly butchered. <laughs> yeah. But like, but everybody makes reasonable decisions. Yes. Yeah. I feel like. So. They do. They do. Yeah. And it's, a, it's a real smart smart move by the uh we'll say boyfriend number two the au pair's boyfriend and he's really dodging those bullets too because <laughs> it's just weird because it's turning and he just doesn't think too much of it and then it like barely misses him it's just like pew, and, he and, gets, like, and he immediately just freak? and that's another thing he does a really smart thing he doesn't just be like did that thing just like he didn't do a thing like that no, thing just fire just, a bullet he runs he, just, he runs yeah he runs. He's like that he's thing's, from the streets <laughs> <laughs> that thing's after him uh so the cocoon the cocoon is pretty cool so, yeah, so the cocoon then is kind of cool in this one. Just like, so to note here, when the boyfriend of Annalise finds the, her as the cocoon in the bathtub, at this point, the cocoon is just like in the bathtub, like laying there. And it's uh, like kind of white. You can see she's still alive in there. Yeah. You see her eyes move. And then later on, it it changes that's why i only point that out and then we see the you know out in the hallway again the the 
Panther, the Black Panther, like jumps on him. Yes. So, I never noticed that before. I didn't either. And so the reason I wanted to point that out too was the director's thing that we watched earlier. He said it didn't make any sense. He but, said it made no sense. But it does kind of make well, sense. Well, I think he might not have been, he's just directing it. He might not have been in on all of the set design and whatever else too. True. It wasn't necessarily his story. So, but he, so he makes a comment during the thing that they just keep adding stuff in there like, oh, a clown, oh, a snake. Oh, but, hey, we're going to have a Panther. And he said the Panther was freaking expensive and it made no sense. And he's just like <laughs> talking about that. And, but it did, you know what? Everything that's come to life in it, like yes. the Panther even and stuff is something that's been in a shot. It's, yeah, here. exactly. And it's the, been established. There were two Panther uh, statues on the mantle. Yeah, uh, like over a fireplace kind of a thing when they were in the dining room. I'm glad you pointed that out. It also looks good. He he said it was expensive and the Panther's like missing a fang in the front. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. It's the cheapest one they could afford. <laughs> it was still expensive. I don't know how much a Panther is in England, but apparently they're hard to find. Um, <laughs> it's a great little shot. It's only for like five seconds. Yeah. It's not even that long, but that's the end of the boyfriend number two. Yep. The au pair boy. Sorry. He's going. So we cut back to the parents at the cottage and they're opening. Uh, oops. I jumped backwards in time. <laughs> All right. So we cut back to the parents. They're That's looking, my fault. They're out in the woods looking for the treehouse that the kid had and find disemboweled animals around. She said the mom suddenly finds the dad sitting down shivering and he just says he missed her. He kisses her. And then back at the cottage, they're having wine by fire and talking yeah, it's there's a huge really jump. Bizarre. Yeah, there's a huge jump in time there. Very so it's, odd shift. So essentially, they're sort of back together. I guess, kind of. And uh, the mom says that she's going to go phone home now, you know, like E.T., and see how <laughs> things are going. Um, that's all E.T. wanted, just check on his kid. Uh, so the dad is, ru- is running his hands through his hair, and he just pulls a chunk of skin off of his hair, uh, like off of his head. It's pretty gross looking. It's and really gross. And he just th- throws it in the fire. It's all scabby. <laughs> it's like hair with a little skin chunk attached to it so i'm guessing his uh vessel is starting to decline as they did in the hidden that oh that's true yeah he's starting episode. to break down a little he's bit breaking down yeah uh as he was birthed extremely quick as a full-grown man he is going to die very quick as a full-grown man <laughs> <laughs> um, back at the apartment we see the kid drinking a milkshake in the kitchen and the little clown dude is tipping over the fridge and making a mess of things he's pouring stuff into the fridge <sighs> And the phone rings, and the little clown answers, and then just hangs it up again. The mom calls the maintenance guy for the building, asks him to check up on the apartment for her. He's all cheerful and says, no problem, it'll be a pleasure, and then hangs up and calls her a name that I won't say on the show. (laughs) Um, You can imagine what it is. Back at the apartment. (laughs) Um, real quick. Yeah. The kid is on the table. Yep. And everything's like Dutch angle, and again, weird lighting. Yep, it's all like artsy. And he's, it's very artsy. He's on the table, it's upturned, and he's sitting on the legs drinking a milkshake, and he's just swinging a leg. And it's like he's a foreman. Good old time. He's he's like he's a foreman on a job site, (laughs) and he's just watching what's going on making and so, the clown do things yeah the little clown guy is like at work and he's got the the, the refrigerator on the ground and yep. he's got the door open and there's like light coming out of the refrigerator but it's too much light did you notice that yeah it's like like everything's exaggerated it's like pulp fiction where they open the briefcase <laughs> everything's just exaggerated <laughs> it's, it's exaggerated yeah. and he's dumping a bucket which i can only assume is cinema slop <laughs> oh <laughs> into the uh, take that john and jason Pouring that into the refrigerator. You don't even know what it is or no. where it's from. 
the kid is like, "Yep, get it done. Yep, get it done, little clown. You're yep. my you're my worker bee. Go do it." And <laughs> oh yeah, and answer just, the phone. And answer the phone while you're there. And just hang up if it's mom. Okay, the animals are running the zoo. Essentially, is what we get from this <laughs> scene. You know what I mean? And it's wonderful. It's a wonderful kind of weird. It's not like super chaotic. It's deliberate and it's strange. Everything about this movie is weird and strange. Yeah. And in the best way possible, I think. No, yeah, it's enjoyable. Well, I don't know if it's the best way possible, but it's it's, it's in a, an enjoyable way. So then when we cut back to the apartment again, we see the clown once again in the bathroom this time with the cocoon extending an appendage out. The cocoon has an appendage coming out towards the clown, which he reaches up for, grabs a little sack from it, and places it in a bucket with others. He's got other little sacks in this bucket. He heads back to the kitchen and puts these sacks in the fridge. And basically they're like set in a goo. That's what was it. he was pouring from the buckets into the fridge earlier. <sighs> And it's the best way I can describe these is these little sacks that I'm pretty sure they're probably just water balloons with yeah. something else in them, like filled with a goo or yeah, something. Yeah, like a goo or something. But one thing to mention about the cocoon now, the reason I kind of described it earlier is it's now up like corner of a bathtub above, like from the ceiling down. Yes. So it's above the bathtub and in the shower And it's area, attached to the wall. Which we found out from the director was uh, she, oh, yeah. Mariam Diabo in there. She was actually sitting in a bike, like a bike seat that they stuck into the wall and she had to sit there for six, six hours hours and they had to seat. feed her her lunch through a tube he said because <laughs> he it, said that, like that poor girl it's like cocoon and you can sort of see your face but you can't yeah and it's just like this appendage shoot and i in my notes i call them eggs but i don't know what they are really they're sacks that, i think you're right i mean they're like an egg sack thing yeah but yeah. there's like so liquidy yeah so it's a weird egg sack so the egg sets are just sliding down the chute into the clown's bucket. In, into this clown's bucket. I feel, I feel like I'm describing a bad dream. Oh, my, this is this is nightmare fuel. This is like a fever dream nightmare fuel. It's pretty weird. That's like I, I don't know if I'm alive or awake. I, the I have an experience about this movie at the end that I'll tell you. Yeah, like he's putting the egg sacks in the goop in the refrigerator. That's that's you know it's now horizontal. It's no longer vertical. Yep, and everything's like glowing green. So that apparently these egg sac things can grow into weird maturity. <laughs> yeah, I guess. What are these things? Where are they fr- like where who's like Extra Exactly. <laughs> and what does Extra have to do anyway? All right. Uh that's for the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the maintenance guy, we see him, uh, he rings the apartment doorbell, uh, waits for a moment, and then just heads back to the lift. We see the kid and the clown just ignore the doorbell. Uh, On his way down, the light goes out, and he curses cheap foreign bulbs. (laughs) And then we hear jungle sounds, like sounds of animals and stuff, and there's the spinner thing in the dark from the clown earlier, and it flies at him and cuts his neck open. (laughs) Um, The spinner thing being, you know, the the yo-yo with the the, ra- the yeah, razors on it razors on it cuts the guy's neck open and he's you know we cut away so we cut back to the boyfriend at his studio he gets a call from the mom who's worried that she can't get through to the apartment to talk to her son he offers to go check notices the photo that the mom found in the dad's jacket is the same as a dead girl that the paper newspaper is reporting on he calls her back but the dad has melted the phone jack with his awesome melting powers uh, yeah, apparently he can melt. Well, uh, I guess telephones. it's like I, the best I can assume at this point is remember I mentioned the photo booth earlier and the phone hand handset melts. Maybe he has these powers and as he's maturing here over these two days or whatever it is, he's learning to use them. I don't know. <laughs> Telephony melt powers activate. Yes. <laughs> it's pretty important to have, you know. <laughs> so uh, the boyfriend then heads out to his car. What th- telephone bill? No, I'm joking. <laughs> 
the kid is already <laughs> sitting on the car, and he says that Annalise has headed out with Michael, that would be the boyfriend, and left him there. He tells him they're headed to the cottage to see the mom. Uh, the boyfriend says that, so we're going to the cottage to see your mom. So back at the cottage, we see the mom is having relations with the dad, who has a ridiculous sore on his side, <laughs> and the mom feels it as they're you know laying there, and uh, she sees one on his face, because his face looks terrible now, and she just freaks out, and he is, uh, let's just say, finishing things up against her will quite quickly uh to, to good. put it not too delicately that's what happens uh back in the car the kid is smiling all ominously with the boyfriend <laughs> it's pretty creepy okay because of the previous scene that makes that scene it's already creepy that the boy is smiling but because of the free pre- previous scene and the connection that the father and son have it's very strange yeah because He's got the au pair, you know, shooting out eggs. Yeah. And then the father, obviously, is, like, implanting the mother. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's it's all very just unsettling. It's, like, it's just... It's weird. It's... It, we, it doesn't outright say that they have a connection, but just because of previous stuff that happens in the, in the other scenes... Like, you can tell, like, there's some weird connection going on between him and the father. Yeah. And then we see back at the cottage there, the dad's, like, freaking out, and the mom's, like, trying to comfort him, but he's all weird to where, like, I can't even describe the scene. I, I don't know. What did you think about all of this? That's happening right now? He's he's shedding his human form, and he's taking on his alien form. It's pretty weird. <laughs> <laughs> And what's happening is that he's putting on his shirt, like a, just a regular like button-up shirt, long sleeve. Yeah. And you slowly see his like arm go through, and but you can't see the arm yet until it gets out, and you see the hand, and the hand starting to change like into weird black claw, and, yeah, it's sort of thing, weird. and it's all black, and it's and it's he's still got human skin attached, but then it's like weird alien stuff happening, and he's just like twitching and yeah, like moving and he's around. Lost a lot of skin, like he's, on his legs yes. and stuff. It's weird. It's I, I can't. We keep just saying weird and strange and creepy. There's, it's hard to describe. It's hard to describe without actually seeing it. And it's it's shot in a way that's like dark and low angle. And the actors are pretty good in this movie. So they're they're like making it creepy and intense and otherworldly yeah. by their by their just emoting and their physical movements. It's hard to des- describe it without too much detail and boring you. But it's needless to say it's. It's unsettling. It's yeah. very unsettling, and it makes you... If you're getting into the movie, it makes you believe that, okay, this guy really is an alien. There's some really creepy stuff going on. We're getting towards the end of the film, and he's making his final transformation. Yeah, I've just got a few bullet points left, quite Yeah, frankly. go ahead. So. Shoot so him off. Bang, bang. We see the boyfriend pull up in the Range Rover. He gets out, tells the kid to lock the doors, and then the boyfriend creeps up to the front of the house, all stealthy. He goes in, calls for the mom. <laughs> he finds the mom, says they're going to get in the car, get in the driveway. We then see that the kid is in the woods with the melting dad. He touches the kid, who is suddenly losing his skin, too. They realize that the kid is gone, because he's not in the car. The, the boyfriend and the mom realize that. And he's heading up the hill with the dad because they see him they make chase and the dad turns around looks all freaky now (laughs) and starts making like a shrieking kind of a sound the boyfriend dude's ears start bleeding and he falls to the ground and the mom finds him and he's out of the picture yeah he exploded his brain or something I, he makes some shriek thing and it they just have like kills the boyfriend. He's got some kind of shrieking power. Random powers. Yeah. They have absolutely random. It's not really Targeting. established. Shrieking. <laughs> 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 and his face just keeps melting more and more. Yeah. 
And so uh, she, the mom, ends up chasing the kid and the dad. The dad is just melted into an alien at this point. There's a light over the hill that the mom is headed towards. She gets there, sees the light of the spaceship, uh, and everything's weird looking now. And the, the weird, like, dad thing is holding the kid's hand in front of the ship. And we just kind of see him as, like, a just sort of a shadow figure at this point. They're not yeah. even really, like, showing him it with detail much. The mom yells to the kid. We get some close-ups of the alien, and the kid's looking pretty terrible, too. Uh, <laughs> and and it's just well it's, they look they look like skeletons almost. yeah yeah and they've got like the bent back knees yeah and they're but they're like kind of pulsating under the skeleton somehow in some weird way it's it's like their very, heart but the uh, heart is in like the stomach and it's huge and like oblong and the jaw is like from some animal it's like a mandible kind yeah it's of like a, a mandible they look like bony yeah with like veins over the top yeah and claw hands yeah it's pretty cool like pincer hands it there's a lot cool. of thought put into those aliens i feel I, like I, I do like this that when she walks into the woods it's like if you've ever been into a party in the woods and like somebody has like uh lights set up mm-hmm. like huge spotlights or whatever yeah uh, we're from ohio so people do this <laughs> or i'm from ohio but uh that's what it reminded me of. So she's coming up over the hill, and it's dark everywhere else, but there's just, like, stark bright light up over the hill. Right, right. From, so like, it's the obvious alien that, ship. like, there's either a craft or there's, like, a portal or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's just emanating all this light. And it's really cool watching her silhouette go up that hill yeah. with all these branches, like, around well, it's her. It's really pretty cool, cool shot. shots, it's actually, really cool here shot. in this last and it's, couple it's minutes. it's kind of <laughs> with the music... And, like, what's going on and how fast and rapid and you really don't know what's happening. It's kind of scary. It's kind of spooky. Yeah. No, it's pretty cool. And then the mom starts yelling and she falls down, you know, as ladies tend to do in these movies. And the aliens fade away into the light and the ship takes off. Yeah. She gets up, walks to where the ship was. It's now dark. She falls to the ground again. So then we cut back to the apartment. She's in the lift. She gets out to a weird dark door with light behind it. She opens it. There's the uh, panther is back there in the behind the door in the hallway. The sound is all weird, and she sees the fridge with the alien eggs or the water balloons, the sacks. She picks one up, watches it pulsate in her hand, and then it busts open and latches onto her mouth, and the door slams closed, and credits roll. So I feel like the last scene, I just have a note. This last scene to me was very reminiscent of like something from uh, Space Odyssey. Yes. Uh, it just kind of reminded me of that. I don't know if it's just the white like <laughs> this. I don't know. But it yeah, was like just, everything's white. Like it's she's in the apartment. It's all but sterile and weird. It's all sterile and dreamlike. But I feel like that was a little bit of an influence. Now, we did see with the director thing earlier that yeah. he shot, he at least says he shot two endings Two for different this. endings. Um, and this is not the original ending that he intended. Correct. I don't have the deleted scenes, so I don't know what the other endings are. It shows. But this doesn't feel like the right ending. It feels like the ending should have been that she's just left alone. Like, they go back, which I don't know why she couldn't go back. She yeah. kind of seemed, I don't know if she seemed on board to go being an alien. But she at least seemed to be on board to be back, or at least with her her husband and her son. Yeah. I felt really bad in her. Stick with the family. Her. Yeah. She didn't do anything dumb during any she of this. She was just like partial or like an like innocent party to it's everything. It's really tragic. So that's why this is like a weird horror movie. But yeah, she comes into the apartment and it's completely white. It's real soft lighting. Yeah. Or it's, 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 it's soft lighting, but it's like everything's really harsh. Yeah. Like the surround, the setting. It's really intense. Harsh. And yeah. she goes to the refrigerator and she opens up the egg sacks thing or the egg sacks and it's like pulsating. Yeah. Which I think is a pretty cool thing. It was pretty cool for being a water balloon. Like it pulsate. doesn't look it good, but cool. it's like kind of yeah. pulsating. You're like, how'd they get to do that? Yeah, it's kind of neat. It's kind of neat. And then 
the the thing from the beginning where it just like latches onto that one yeah, woman's like face, that appendage. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, is she dreaming this? I, it's is not this clear. happening? Did she walk into the void and this happened to her? Like that white light that they were walking into? Yeah. Or how whatever? did the How did the clown get the house painted how entirely in white? <laughs> How do the is the clown doing this? Is the clown have powers now? Is the son still doing this? Is the father doing this? Yeah. Who did this? Why? And I just said in my notes, the end. What? <laughs> so I don't really like the ending that much. But it doesn't sound like that's supposed to be the real ending. Yeah, that was because uh, even the director kind of made fun of that one because he he was just like you know you know the thing latches onto her face or some nonsense or something. Yeah. I think he said it was just he didn't really I don't know a little disconnected from that ending. I think. Oh yeah, he like totally doesn't care and he kind of hates this movie. Peter, I have to ask. You said you had something that you wanted to talk about a theory or no? No, not on this one. Not on this one. Okay, no. that was the last one. I'm sorry. Here's my experience about this movie. Yeah, I was going to say you had something to talk yeah, about. <laughs> just real quick. Six years ago, I found out about this movie. I'd never heard of it before. I watched it, and I liked it, but it's very strange, as we described. It's very weird, and it's very strange, but I watched it at, like, midnight or something. Yeah. And that was, like, the wrong time to watch it, because <laughs> Especially I if you're felt tired. like I had dreamt this movie. Uh, like, yeah. I was having a fever dream. And, like, the worst, like, cold sweats <laughs> going on. And I'm just like, what's happening? But I was fully awake. And I was and I was like, man, this is so trippy. This is so <laughs> trippy. But that's my experience watching this movie. I like this movie. It has problems. And it's weird. Yeah. And like you said, it's not. It's a B movie. There's a lot of stuff in it. And there's mostly shocking stuff. But, again, like we talked about before, it has a lot of effort. Yeah. Even the director said, we were having a good time. We, we worked with a lot of good people. But it's just, he knew what it was. Yeah, well, I mean, he said they just aimed to make a shock film. Yeah. And, you know, it's, he acknowledges what it is, that it's not great. But he had fun doing it. Everybody put effort into it and all that sort of a thing. So, it's, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that phrase. But <laughs> uh, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. Didn't we just say that? Yeah. We just, uh, it's funny, we talked about that. Uh, did you have anything else you wanted to mention before you wanted to recommend I don't this? think so, no. I, there's, I mean... It's this, pretty straightforward. Yeah, I, I'd recommend this movie sort if of. it sounds interesting <laughs> at all. If you're a horror fan, if you're a creature feature fan... It's definitely worth uh, checking it's, out. It's, it's, it's not going to waste your time. It's only an hour and 20-something. Yeah. It's not going to waste your time. It's an interesting piece to at least have in your thought bubble cache <laughs> to say you've seen. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Do you like it? Do you recommend it? Um, I know you just said you sort of recommended it. Did yeah, I you mean, like it though? I'm just, I, I for my it. own personal I've, knowledge. Yeah, I've seen it. This was my watching it for this show was yeah. my third time seeing it. Okay. Um I, I mean I enjoy it for what it is. It's bizarre. I always wonder if I misremembered certain pieces of it and then it's like, no, I didn't I didn't. <laughs> it's one of those like It's nothing like standout great. Yeah. But I think for me, because I love finding B movies that are good. And I think this is a good movie. It's solid. Yeah. It's it's, it's solid to good. You don't good. really get bored at any point, I don't think. No. no it moves too quick. I, I didn't get bored at any point. It no. moves too quick. And there's enough interesting stuff going on. Yeah. By interesting, I mean totally creepy and weird and will haunt your nightmares forever. I think we mentioned everything. The director's... I wish... I'm sure that's on YouTube somewhere. It's got to be. Maybe look up the, the director's... Yeah, it's like, called uh, Extra Exposed. Yeah. Extra Exposed with an, just an X maybe look to see if that's up on youtube we haven't checked that but see if that's on because it's interesting to to hear him talk about because he talks about the first two movies mostly the first one yeah 
but there's sequels to these. I have seen the second and the third one. I like this movie. I think it's light years ahead of those other movies. Yeah. Uh, you haven't seen. The I have second. not seen okay. them. After hearing the director talk about them, I, the second one he hated, but I sort of he just did it for a paycheck. He admits, and so I'll at least probably watch it just because it exists. Yeah. And then the third one he said is not very good, but it, that's all on him, and he had fun making it and had a good time with it, and everybody put effort into it so i'll probably watch the third one too just i don't know after seeing that okay so i mean just because they exist i'm curious to get your opinion on it okay and i think maybe i was a little harsh on the boyfriend character but i don't like the cut of his jib that's all right i hate that phrase <laughs> <laughs> what's a jib <laughs> this is uh, welcome back to the podcast i hate that phrase <laughs> all right i don't have anything else i'm good please follow us on twitter and you know interact with us a little bit Super Movie Ball on Twitter and on Instagram and at Gmail. Super Movie Ball. Just hit us up. Say hello. You might get something in return. You never know. They're all stacking up. They're waiting for you. All right, people. Thanks for <laughs> listening. I hope you enjoyed this one. Check it out or don't check it out. Live your life. This recently just got released on Blu-ray. I think I already said that. Yep. So it's pretty easy to find. And I think you can find it on some streaming platforms. I don't think it's on Netflix, but I think it might be on uh, Amazon. Maybe. All right. See you later. Bye. Bye. So, triple extra. Boop. Talking to your mic. (laughs) Talking to your mic. Okay. Get suited up. We're ready to go. (laughs) That's not how you ready to go, dude. And a three. Do it. Do it now. Do it. Start the show. Five. Four. Three. Two. <laughs> Have you lost your mind? Because I'll help you find it. Yeah. I don't know what you're pointing at. There's a panther behind him. Oh. That's where the panther comes I didn't know from. what you were doing. You just put your hand behind your head. No, I know. I was saying like him. No, behind him. Oh, I thought right, you meant yeah. he had bad hair. No. he does have bad hair. <laughs> anyway. Um, Sorry, you can cut lo- that piece out. <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> we're leaving that in. Um, okay. See, that's why I'm leaving that part you mentioned before. I just thought, where'd the panther come from? It came from on the mantle. Yeah. You, you pointed that out, and I'm... Obviously, I kept it in, but... is this place? It's a movie theater, sort of. Movie theater? We're in the middle of the woods. It's an interactive, immersive experience or something. It sounded cool. Stop acting like a grandpa. This is what the kids are doing. I'm not a grandpa, you're a grandpa. Your face is a grandpa. If my face was a grandpa, it'd be Clint Eastwood from Gran Torino, and it would totally beat your face up. So get off my lawn, you young punk. What was that? What?
It's just twigs or something. We're in the middle of nowhere. We're in nature. What was that? That is heavy breathing mixed with growling. Oh my god! Oh, ah. no. Help! Oh god! Oh, that's crap. That's a crap. Oh, you friggin' idiot. We're going right up my leg. I can't believe that. Don't me. do that. It's bad for my scaredy cat syndrome. You scared me too. Ah. Yeah! So, sorry, dude. We didn't see you. Well, I was just taking a nap, man. It's so peaceful out here. You fellas here for the thing thing? Yeah, the movie thing. Me too. Just up over the hill, you can see the light from here. Is that here. beer? You fellas are gonna love it. It's wild, man. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, you fellas got any change? Sure. Yeah, sure. Buddy. Beware the bucket. <laughs> Beware the bucket? Dude, I don't know. Let's go. What does that even mean? This is your thing. You tell me. <laughs> Beware Let's just bucket. get out of here. I think we're almost there. Oh, here it is. Cool. Welcome to Peter's Movie Nights. Prepare to die. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Got something in my throat there. Prepare to dine at my movie smorgasbord. I talk about weird movies and junk. Available wherever podcasts are sold. Otherwise, you might want to check your black market. We came all the way out here for a commercial. I kind of like it. With all the lights. In the woods. Big house in the background. Shut up. What do you know? You like Stardust. Ouch. Feelings. Gonna go listen to this podcast to make me feel better. Me too. Sounds pretty good. Have a good time, y'all. Ah! Do you like bacon? Sure you do. Do you like Kevin Bacon? Of course. Who doesn't? Well, now you can have both, sort of, with Cinema Slop, using a copyrighted process known as backward baconing. No, they don't go from tail to snout. They start with the porkmeister himself, Kevin Bacon, and the 1990s classic film Trimmers. From there, they gingerly process the film through what some have nicknamed the movie Bone Cruncher. Then, after the screams have died down, a favorite character or actor is chosen, and a movie is selected from a very choice catalog. Meet up with John and Jason on their filthy but funny journey as these two pork butts show you movie lovers what's what. Seven up some slop. You can find Cinema Slop wherever podcasts are sold.